relevant or not. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of The Relevant Show. This is the show where myself, Blake Hilkmeyer, and co-host Peyton Williams discuss the relevancy of multi-millionaires in the Hollywood industry and athletic industry, basically everybody in the entertainment business, like we have a place to judge. Again, I am Blake Hilkmeyer alongside my co-host Peyton Williams. Right away, I'd like to apologize for getting this episode out a little bit late. We had some technical difficulties running back, but no worries because we will be here weekly from now on. Peyton, why don't you get things started off for us? All right, here's the first draw. We got Adam Sandler. All right, he sounds good to me. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler just came out with Uncut Gems. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Adam Sandler is, I don't know if you've been living under a rock, but he basically is uh, an actor that's been around forever since before Peyton and I were born. Um, been making comedies forever. He's been known as one of the best comedic actors of our generation, arguably all time. Peyton, what are kind of your thoughts right now on Adam Sandler? Uh, yeah, I'd agree. He's probably like the best white comedic actor ever. Uh, he's the coolest white dude ever. So, uh, we were talking earlier about the Grammy, right? Yeah, Wasn't he mm-hmm. for the Oscar. Yeah. yeah, he got snubbed of an Oscar vote, and yeah. he said, stated how if he was snubbed, he was going to come back with the shittiest movie of all time. Yeah, so that'll be insane. To, <laughs> I want to watch that one. <laughs> no, that'll yeah, without a I can't doubt. imagine that's going to be like should be should be a box office hit for sure. I can't wait to see it. Um. Can't imagine really what that uh, movie's going to be like. I really do hope that he comes out with something absolutely horrific. Um, yeah, people people were mad because he did get snubbed of an Oscar vote. Uh, but, you know, it's just the way things roll. I mean, in my eyes, Adam Sandler's still very relevant. We, you know, we discussed uh, a couple weeks back about how how much harder it is to be a good comedic actor than it is to be a serious actor and i think we both kind of still stand by that yeah definitely i i'd also have to say he's relevant especially he's still up for oscars and he's been doing it for so long yeah he's relevant yeah perfect we'll move him on to, into the into the relevant category first guy into the relevant category and we'll move on Okay, this one we got Zion Williamson again. <laughs> okay, Zion Williamson, Zion, somebody uh, we hope to bring up weekly here on the show. Uh, he's an absolute tank. I believe Peyton described him as the second coming of Christ in episode number one. Peyton, I mean, I think we we both know where we're going to get in on this, but uh, kind of tell, tell everybody what you're thinking about Zion right now. Well, we know he's the best basketball player on the face of the planet. Uh, he, I think he just sat out a game against Memphis. I think their last game with an ankle injury, but looks like he's going to play tonight in their game. I'm not sure they play, though. Uh, but, yeah, he's, his stats have been nothing short of great for being a rookie coming off an injury in his first, like, six, seven games. So, yeah, he's best bas- best basketball player in the planet. What I was gonna <laughs> say. Yeah, he's relevant. So I, I was actually I was having a talk with my dad the other night about uh, Zion's greatness. And, you know, my dad grew up uh, watching Michael Jordan, saying how great he was. And I, I pl- flat out told him, I said, I said, Dad, there's there's two people, uh, two people in the history of ever that could beat Zion Williamson one on one. And that's God. And yeah, that's that's it. I, that's <laughs> I mean, I, you're looking at it. God is truly the only person that could beat Zion Williamson one one on one. You take MJ, put him up against Zion in today's game. Zion absolutely shits on him. Saying that right now, I'm calling you out right now, Dad. Zion Williamson is better than MJ, and that's straight facts. We're obviously, I think we're gonna put uh, 
Zion into the relevant category. So that's two for two right yes, now sir. on relevancy. I think that's only two males we have too. That's yeah. Okay. So very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so both both males uh, moving into the relevant category. I think we're gonna we're gonna get things going off. All right. We got Greta Thornburg for the next one. Perfect. Greta Thornburg. For those of you who don't know who Greta is, uh, she's basically. Uh, I believe she's uh, somewhere around like 13, 14 year old activist uh, who bitches a lot on social media about um, climate change. And and don't get me wrong, I really do like that. Uh, you know, she's taken she's taking uh, such strong standpoints at such a young age. That's really cool of her. I, I love you know trying to save the planet, leave it better for the next generation. But I don't really see what she's actually doing other than complaining on social media what are you thinking Peyton yeah we know we talked about how I like we didn't like that she got time person of the year and I don't know I just didn't think I thought it should go to Trump or Blueface so <laughs> no, yeah I I completely agree with you I think that there's lots more uh, deserving people out there for person of the year I think that time somewhat kind of used her uh image kind of gain publicity publicity excuse me kind of get talked about on social media and they did their job if that's what they were planning on doing then congratulations time magazine that's exactly what happened but i not a full um believer that she is completely worthy of person of the year i personally i i have to say that she is at least somewhat relevant i mean she's time person of the year but i'm gonna move her into the in-between category for myself i guess yeah i think i honestly think she belongs there too because i feel like the fact that she has uh she was time person of the year obviously that's gives her so much clout but I don't know. We just, I don't, I never, I don't care about her. I don't look at her stuff. <laughs> so we'll put her in the middle. Sounds good to me. P, what's the next one? Uh, this is our first object on the show. We got Jewel. All right, perfect. We're going to try to switch things up for you guys, try to start throwing objects and other things uh, along in with a mix of people and celebrities we usually talk about. So like we said, Jewel, um, Jewel's something that's really swept the nation. Uh, middle schoolers across the country are absolutely loving them. Um, it's something that, it's, it's an electronic cigarette is what it is for those of you who are living under a rock. Um you know, they come in, they come with these little pods, they're rechargeable. Uh, each pack's about 17 bucks. It'll last you a couple of days. Uh, supposed to be a healthy alternative to smoking cigarettes, stogies, all that kind of stuff. So, P, what, what, what are kind of your thoughts about Juul right now? Yeah, they're addictive. So, they're, I mean, if you've Jeweled before, chances are you're still probably Jeweling. And I'm like, me and you, we, we Jewel all the time. <laughs> we got a couple of these up in the studio right, <laughs> right about now. So... <laughs> They're definitely relevant to me, and I feel like are relevant to a lot of people around the country. And like, it, like high schoolers already are being addicted to Juul, so it's relevant down there, you know. So it's relevant for a lot of different people, and I feel like it'll be relevant till they ban, like, ban everything, like till they ban it all, and not just like the good flavors that people like. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Um. So I think I think we're both kind of agreeing that this is relevant. So we're just gonna kind of go off and get our little soapbox uh, here for a minute. What do you think? It's kind of unfair. I feel like jeweling gets a lot more hate than cigarettes ever did. I feel like yeah. that's completely and it's crazy because like you look at obviously like it's so new that we don't really know like what it can do to you. But like if you look at deaths from people smoking tobacco, like that's like one of the leading causes of like deaths in I the country. I believe it is the leading. Yeah, honestly. exactly. Yeah. So like 
people like there's been multiple people I've heard that say like you might as well just smoke a cigarette because it's probably better for you. But I mean, nobody's nobody's died from hitting a jewel that was just like straight nicotine pod. But you know, I don't know. I think it's stupid how people think that cigarettes could ever be better for you, and it's the leading causer of death in the country. Yeah, exactly. And kind of um, alluding to what you said a few seconds ago, you said nobody's ever died from just hitting a straight nick. Uh, jewel pod and what he kind of means by that is that um, for those of you who don't know uh, there's a lot of you know a lot of usage of THC carts going on around the country right now and a lot of uh, a lot of those carts happen to happen to be fake and they have a lot of you know pesticides stuff like that leaking into into the carts and uh, those can cause absolutely detrimental damage to your lungs do you think that the FDA, all those guys are kind of using that as a platform to uh, like focus that kind of put the spotlight on. Jeweling. Yeah, for sure, they definitely are. Because I mean, like none of none of like the banning stuff ever really happened until people started dying from vaping, and but like really from like vaping really kind of means like you're hitting nicotine, like you're not hitting any THC. So like there's obviously those THC carts that you talked about, but. Like, you don't really call that vaping usually. You call that more smoking. So, I don't know. I I just think – I think it's kind of a dumb reason for them to start banning stuff. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, we're going to have to take a short break. We'll be right back after this minute-long break. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to the second half of the second episode of Relevant or Not. We're going to start out with P's recap of the first half. Yeah, so first in the Relevant section, we have Adam Sandler, Zion, and Jewel. And then in the middle in between section, we have Greta Thornburg. All right, perfect. So only one not relevant. Well, I guess not relevant, but in the middle so far, P, why don't you start us off in the second half? Alrighty. This one's good. We got Ray Schremmerd. All right, perfect. Ray Schremmerd. So, again, we're going to start out like we always do. For those of you that don't know, Ray Schremmerd is a uh, rap duo that really took over, I believe, somewhere around Peyton and I's freshman year of high school. They dropped No Type, which was an absolute banger. They came out with the first Shrem Life, which was honestly one of the best albums of, uh, I'd say, our high school careers. I mean, it was really just absolute banger after banger. And they kind of uh, fallen off of rele- relevancy um, as of late. They came out with Shrem Life 3, their third album, just a couple, maybe two years ago, one year yeah, ago, so- like two. something like that. But it was a three-part album with, in my opinion, way too many songs on it. Uh, what, what are kind of your thoughts right now, P? Yeah, that one was the three-part, the three-part album. And so, like, one part was uh, one of the brothers in the rap duo, and then one part was the other brother. 
and then the other section was both of them together and that it was a lot of songs and not a lot of them were good so that didn't i mean and ever since then really i feel like they haven't been on the top of the charts much but i mean back in their day uh shrem life 2 that was that album was really good so shrem the just the jump from shrem life 2 to shrem life 3 was kind of i think feel like their fall off yeah i i completely agree i'd definitely say that shrem life 3 is disappointing but you have to you have to give your uh, hat off to Sway Lee. He's uh, I would say the more successful brother of the duo. He uh, he really does have a different voice. He helped uh, Post Malone come out with uh, Grammy nominated Sunflower. He he had a big part in that song. Um, uh, I believe he technically did win a Grammy for his part in Sicko Mode. I believe Sicko Mode won a Grammy, and I guess technically that kind of falls into Sway Lee's hands a little bit, even though he. I think he said like two words, but nonetheless, got to give it off to Sway Lee. Um, right now, I'm going to say they're not relevant, which absolutely pains me to yeah, say. Yeah, we but talked about that earlier. This We knew this was going to be irrelevant for both of us, and yeah, we love them so much, but as of right now, yeah, they're not relevant. Yeah, it's very, very tough. I, I truly want you guys to see how great um, of hosts Peyton and I are. I mean, this is, this is truly a, a hard topic for us to be honest about, but... You know, I mean, hats off to Peyton and I for being able to stay sturdy up here and give you guys content you deserve. Yeah, this one was hard. All right, next name, P. Oh, yes. Caitlin Bennett. <laughs> All right, Caitlin Bennett. All right, Caitlin Bennett is a gun activist, um, very hard right-leaning conservative, um, graduated from Kent State, I believe, uh, two years ago, maybe something like that. And basically her job and her uh, personality consists of making the right wing look absolutely ridiculous and attacking college students on campus. Yeah, we talked about, I mean, you you either love her or you hate her, and most people hate her. But I'm she's so, like, she, she doesn't stop with what she does. And, yeah, she, like, goes on college campuses, basically just, ask some questions that they don't want to answer and uh we we know that she shit her pants at a frat <laughs> party so and that's we've seen that on twitter if you haven't seen the picture i encourage you to see it to go find it uh but dude it was insane the I, amount of shit <laughs> <laughs> and like i feel like for that incident alone like she'll she'll stay relevant for a while because whenever she whenever she tweets something, people in the comments just making fun of her for shit in her pants. Yeah, and I mean like like I said, love her, hate her. You have to. I feel like you have to t- tip your hat to her because <laughs> I was just because, about to say that because like she still she still has the audacity to do what she does while people know that she shit her pants in public, and it was a lot of shit. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I I love that take from you. That is the hottest take of 2020 right there. Because people will look at her and they will absolutely hate her uh, to the moon and back for what she does. But you have to understand. I mean, I I think I speak for both Peyton and I. We poop our pants at a, <laughs> at, a at a frat party. I don't think you see us for the rest of our lives. I think we dip. And she is she has the absolute audacity to try to stay relevant after what she did. I. I can't hate on the girl. Yeah, I mean, you have to, you have to, give, to just tip your hat to her. She's insane for like still trying to be a center of attention. <laughs> yeah, so we definitely have to put her in the relevant spot. Yeah, I completely agree. Stick her in the relevant and give us the next name. Oh, we got Andre Iguodala. 
Perfect. Okay, Andre Iguodala. Um, for those of you in the sports world, I'm sure you already know Iggy. Um, three-time NBA champion with the Warriors, 2015 NBA Finals MVP. Had a heck of a career. Um, traded to the Memphis Grizzlies uh, following this past uh, NBA season. And unfortunately for him, he really did not uh, see any point in playing there, I suppose. You could say he uh, really kind of just refused to play, um, did not get along with the younger guys very much. Uh, overall, was just a shitty leader. He did not really uh, present himself as a champion. And now he's traded again to the Heat, and he's still having some Twitter beef with all these young Memphis Grizzly players. Uh, what what do you kind of what are your immediate thoughts, I guess, right now of the current Iggy situation? Yeah, I think on the Twitter stuff has brought his name back up because I kind of I don't didn't even know he played for Memphis until that Twitter stuff. Um, but then yeah, he got traded to the Heat for two years, thirty million. That's gonna I mean, getting that bag. Yeah, he's getting his bag. So I I feel like for this one, I'm gonna say relevant. Just because I kind of want to wrap it up because we got one more to get through. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to completely agree with you. I'm going to st- stick him in relevant. I think that he might be relevant right now for a little bit of the wrong reasons, but I still love, love Iggy. I think he's had a great career, and I agree we have yeah, one more name to do, agree. so I suppose I'll just leave it at that. This last one we got, we got Ninja. Ninja. Okay. Uh, so Ninja, uh, for those of you that don't know, a uh, very popular uh, game streamer. He's been popular uh, for Fortnite. Uh, he really did make Fortnite what it is today. One of the arguably most successful games of our entire uh, generation. He really brought the game up from the ground. And now he's kind of, he's, he's not as good as he used to be at Fortnite. He's kind of taking things in a different route going on to play different games. Uh, what, what do you kind of think of Ninja right now? Pete? Yeah, he's more like this stage in his career. Definitely for sure. He's more of a, like a content creator than, uh, like a competitive player. So he's not, he's not nearly as good as he used to be compared to the other players. But yeah, he was definitely like a really revolutionary player in such a revolutionary game. But and for that reason, I'd say he's still relevant just cuz he has such a big fan base because he really helped Fortnite take off and a lot of like the a lot of younger players or younger kids play Fortnite and I feel like they're still that's like that's the type of fans he has. So as long as he's still playing Fortnite, uh, they, he just got a skin too. So yeah, that exactly. helps him a lot too. That's very true. So yeah, I'd have to say he's relevant. Yeah, and um, you know, I we're running short on time, but I'd like to quickly, you know, I I'd state that he is still relevant. There's lots of his merchandise still around. I think he's honestly, I think that I deserve the hype. I think that he is a very overrated Fortnite player. Oh yeah, he's trash. And Ninja's straight up, terrible. Ninja, I'm gonna call you out right now, honestly, dude. Uh, it, my. My gamer tag, DJ underscore quick, is here. Please add me. I will absolutely shit on you. 10 you one v one Please add me. We can build battle. Anything you want, I will absolutely destroy you. Um, yeah, but I think that's. Uh, I think we're going to end on that. P, why don't you give us a quick recap? All right, so in the relevant section, we have a ton. We have Adam Sandler, Zion Williamson, Jewel, first object on the show, Caitlin Bennett, Andre Iguodala, uh, Ninja, and then in the middle section where we couldn't decide if they were relevant or irrelevant, we have Greta Thornburg, and then in the irrelevant section, the one that pains us the most, Ray Schremmerd. All right, so a very relevant episode of Relevant or Not. Make sure you guys tune in for our next episode. We love you guys. We hope you see you back for the next show. Thank you.
Oh. Relevant or not.